Every year in the NFL, it's a new team. As far as goals go, we have one. Putting the ring on our finger. Welcome to the Buccaneers Observer Podcast. This is Ralph Phillips. I'm Molly Bay. Today is December 17th, 2021. How about Tim Apples? We get to play the Saints coming up. Ooh, this is going to be fun. Ooh, you know what? Here is... You can't see it. You can't see it on on my notes. But these are my notes from the week week eight game against the Saints. At the very end of my notes, I say... I want to end their season this week. That's what I said week eight. I want to end their season. Guess what we can do? <laughs> we can end their season with a win, pretty much. I haven't looked at the the math behind I it. I have a little bit on the playoff, what they need to happen. But they most certainly do need a win. Okay, so if we beat them, they're out of the playoffs? No, not. I don't think completely. Yeah, I'm going to go ahead and say it. <laughs> if we beat them, they're out of the playoffs. Okay. Bunch of jerks. Hate the Saints. Okay. Uh, got a good show for you today. We're going to try to cram in a bunch of stuff. We got some Buccaneers news. We're going to talk a little bit about what we saw in all 22, the Buffalo Bills game. And then we're going to talk about the upcoming Saints game. What do you think cool. about that, Molly? You excited? I love it. Yeah, let's excited do with it. Your trucker hat on. I'm over there? ready. Uh, it's that my hair is a hot mess, so uh, hat it is. That, and it's that between thing. this hat or the orange Bucko Bruce beanie with the big fluffy. I've got fluffy thirty Buccaneer hats around here. Uh, yeah, they don't. Your big head. They stretch them all out. Don't fit me. Oh, we're gonna we're gonna measure head sizes now, are we? <laughs> no, don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> it runs in my family. <laughs> yeah. Giant heads. Bunch of big headed people. Mm-hmm. What it's they for big brains. Big brains. That's what I'm, that's what I'm oh, gonna yeah, go yeah. with. Yeah. <laughs> sure. Elephant man had a huge brain. Okay. <laughs> so you wanna start off with some buccaneer news and then some league ne- news or Yes. Let's do it. Let's do it. Um, let's see. So Jamel Dean is the only one that's ruled out for the Saints game. They're saying it's considered an illness, not concussion related. But then I saw other reports. Well, BA said the team is still trying to figure it out. But then I saw other reports that he's got like lingering concussion issues that Hmm. are. So they're trying to figure it out. And like we talked about when we went over the Merrill Hodges brainwashed book, there are different types of concussions and different symptoms for those concussions. Yeah. And you have to treat them all differently. Yeah. Great book, guys. If you, if you, if you want to read up on CTE and understand concussions and all that good stuff from a football player who. And a neuroscientist. And a neuroscientist. They wrote it together. Yes. And. It's it's great, great information. It really opened my eyes to that mm-hmm. uh, they've learned so much about concussions through the NFL. But not Boston University. Yeah, guys. yeah, not they're a scam. And yeah. that's actually the next thing I want to get to. It's a great segue. Great segue. Yeah. Uh Vincent Jackson's family released Boston University's report that said mm-hmm. that he had stage two CTE right. and that was which say stage two means absolutely nothing. Means stage nothing. One. They don't have a stage one. It doesn't exist. Well, like Boston yeah. University with their. Right. Everybody <laughs> falls in stage one. Yeah. Basically. Everyone. Right. There's no criteria really. Yes. And so it, the, ho- the whole metrics are invalid because you don't have anything to compare it to. And I just want to note. Now, I think on the family's part, like. I think when people have demons like Vincent Jackson so clearly did, you know, the family wants an explanation for those demons and yeah. sometimes there just aren't. And right. so I think the family and a lot of families in, the, you know, it's like Junior Seau's family. Like, mm-hmm. you know, he had a very tragic death and it's awful. It is very awful. And so I think sometimes the families go to search for answers where there aren't necessarily any and I think Boston University 
is taking advantage of people in that way. Most definitely. And I just want to note that uh, substance abuse actually does similar damage to your brain than what concussions do. uh, uh, Alcohol, Mm -hmm. opioids, Mm -hmm. and uh, obesity. Mm-hmm. All three have the same, generate the same tau proteins in your head that they mark for CTE. Yeah. It's, yeah. Read the book. It's fascinating. It's fascinating. So but when, when you, they when say. You hear stage two CTE, that means they didn't find a whole lot. Yeah. You know, it's it's very, very, that's very small, right? It's, it's But that's not necessarily, it didn't necessarily come from concussion. I mean, there's no, no evidence that it came from concussions. Right. People, people who have never been hit in the head have been found to have mm-hmm. tau proteins, uh, basically CTE. And people who have had serious concussions have mm-hmm. been found to have no CTE. Right. So it's, yeah, it's all over the place. It's, it's crazy. Yeah. So Boston University is a scam when you hear. <laughs> this is true. That, when you no matter hear, what you think about yeah. CTE, Boston University is definitely Yeah. A scam. They actually restrict how they don't let anyone have ac- any other researchers have access to their samples. They yeah. don't like, they're very restrictive over their research, which is not conducive to science. Like that's not science. You can't, right. you can't do that. And call that science. So yeah, and they attack anybody and everybody. Mm-hmm. It's it's, had- it's horrible stuff. But so yeah. anyway, you know, I think the family just wants answers, and unfortunately, it is such a tragic situation. I mean, sometimes there just aren't answers, and you know, I think people oftentimes take comfort in places like, oh, he's got CT. It wasn't his fault. Yes. When something happens to yourself or a loved one, you always want external mm-hmm. reasons for it. You know, it, it's it's a curse of humanity. We we always blame anybody that does anything wrong that we don't like. We blame it on internal stuff. You know, we say, oh, well, they're a jerk or they're just mm-hmm. you know evil or whatever. But if anything happens to us, it's external circumstances. And usually when things tragic thing happen, tragic things happen to your loved ones, you you look for external factors. You know, you don't want to like you said, deal with the demons in mm-hmm. within, especially when you will probably never know. Yeah. You'll never have those answers. demons were. You're never. Yeah. yeah. And so the only, the last thing that I will say is that we are not saying that concussions do not cause issues or are not serious. That's oh not, yeah. No, they don't. That's not do. at all. Yeah, yeah. They certainly do. And that's kind of the point of the book too. brainwash is that you have to treat them properly. You have to diagnose them properly so mm-hmm. that you can get the correct treatment and there's absolutely no evidence whatsoever that they cause long-term degenerative neurological problems so long as they're treated Uh, so so long as they're treated and they have excellent treatment now and like we Mm -hmm. said the book goes to explain all the different types of concussions and i had no idea that there were those Mm -hmm. that you know the the different types and they all have to be treated differently Mm -hmm. so it sounds like what if jamel dean is dealing with this Mm -hmm. then it's one of the ocular concussions mm. kind of a car sickness type thing yeah that's what i was thinking like yeah. it sounds like maybe it's some nausea which is very strange i i don't remember when he got the concussion mm-hmm. the I remember he hurt his shoulder yeah i thought it was some kind of arm injury or something yes and bruce arians kind of he didn't didn't jump on jamel dean in a press conference but he kind of said in the press conference that it's a pain tolerance factor mm-hmm. you know and this was right about the time that the secondary coach was saying that you know these guys are soft and they <laughs> they're not as tough as the older guys were and all that good stuff oh, yeah. i think they were all kind of talking about jamel dean so i, I think there's it's just very strange it's been oh, going man. on with him you know i think there was an ankle issue and then the shoulder and now mm-hmm. a concussion and now illness it's i don't know if I don't know what's going on there, but it's very strange. Something funky's going on there. Yeah. Okay, let's talk about the funky things going on in the league. No. Oh, so God. <laughs> we touched on um in the last episode about uh what did we touch on? Oh, the, there was a outbreak had started of mm, COVID. Yeah, at that point it was at thirty six. Yeah. And oh, I thought it was like sixty something. No. But um the Rams had already entered into the enhanced protocols right. and enhanced. And enhanced. 
<laughs> now we have seven teams. Well, this was as of yesterday. It might be more. Uh, we have seven teams in the enhanced protocol, including the Browns, Bears, Falcons, Lions, Rams, Vikings, and the Washington football team. And the NFL announced today that three games have been rescheduled. So the Browns-Raiders game has been moved to 5 o'clock on Monday. The Washington football team against the Eagles has been moved to Tuesday, I think at 5. And the Rams-Seahawks have also been moved to the same time on Tuesday. So... Well, here, here's what I'm going to say. Everybody go get your fifth shot. It's social distance, wear seven masks. And mm-hmm. uh, I don't know what else is it that Google needs us to say before so that we don't get <laughs> censored. <laughs> Pray to Dr. Fauci. Yes, forgive give Dr. Fauci a prayer. Put your, your beads out or whatever. Maybe, maybe a baby sacrifice wouldn't hurt. I don't, I don't, I don't get know. it. I don't get it. Every single one of these contrary to what Rick Stroud says, are breakthrough cases? Because apparently all these guys were vaccinated. Yeah, the vast, a lot of them were boosted. Yeah, and they're saying most of them are asymptomatic. Oh, you know, they're all, they've yeah. all been asymptomatic, for, as far as I know. Yeah. And, <clears throat> you know, it's, uh, I don't know what we're doing here. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> And the NFLPA has agreed to all these enhanced measures. Like everyone has to wear a mask now. Right. Uh, Everyone's going to remote meetings Mm -hmm. or outdoor meetings. Uh, They're not social distancing. Social distancing. This is league wide now. Yeah, league wide now. No matter if you've had your 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 one shot, your two shot, your third shot, your twelfth shot. Yeah. It doesn't matter. You have to wear a mask. I tell you what, I'd be be pissed. pissed. I would be so mad. And you saw Jimmy Graham like earlier in the season. I mean, yeah. there's got to be more than just him. Well, I mean, players. he was one of the few to speak out. And Tom Pelissero t- uh, reported earlier that the majority of the players support ending all COVID mm-hmm. yeah. protocol and restriction. Right. They don't want to do any of it. They don't right. want to do the testing. They don't want to do the masking. They don't want to do, well, you know, the vaccine, whatever the vaccination requires. They don't want to do any of it. And the NFLPA is just, it doesn't represent the players clearly. Yeah. So I think we've noticed that over the past yeah. few years, ever since the last uh, the bargaining agreement, mm-hmm. they did, the players kind of got screwed on that one. But with the with the virus thing, you know, this is exactly exactly how viruses work, and it's everything's going exactly the way it, nature has intended. the The virus is getting more easy to spread, but less deadly. That's how viruses work. I don't know if All you can even say that, Ralph. Can I? I? We, oh, I don't know. Shit. I have get... no idea. I don't know. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Like, so, I have no idea. You have that's to why so we should careful. just not talk about it. I know. Just I know. It. I wish we couldn't. I wish we didn't have to. So. Um, Stasi's going to knock down our door. I know. Just for talking about this. Mess. How crazy is that? It, How crazy is this? It's just stupid. It's, uh, everything's yeah. dumb. So, so Everything's dumb. Everyone is dumb. <laughs> I just hate everything. <laughs> so, so, yeah. So, here it is. We've got. Yeah, there, nobody in the NFL, either coaching, assistant coaching, players, or anything, has passed away from this virus. And now that it's getting, it's weaker. Now, I mean, nobody's getting sick and dying now. I don't, see, again, I don't know if you can even say that. Okay, okay, I'm gonna stop. <laughs> so, so we just need, and you know, we've talked about this before. What, there's, there, I don't, I don't know what the goalpost is. Yeah. And, so, I mean, what what is what is the end goal here? What are we doing here? What are we trying to do? I don't know. Nobody, man. nobody can say. Uh, so, so anyhow, a bunch of teams are getting moved to yeah. Monday and Tuesday. Players are pissed. The Rainers are, are pissed because the outbreak was at the Browns. Um, the Eagles are pissed because the outbreaks at the football team. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah. it's just it's it's again just becoming more trouble than it's worth. I don't know. It's just ridiculous. Everything it is ridiculous. ridiculous. I don't it know. It is ridiculous. And it's never going to go away. This is never going to end. Yeah. We, we've given people this power, especially the government, and it's just going to go on forever. I mean, we're going to have to deal with this for the rest of our lives. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe not this, but they'll come up with another one. Yeah. I mean, good Lord, they've got a whole industry built around this crap now. They ain't never letting it go. Mm-hmm. All right.
I know there's like a huge model. So today it was announced Sean Payton uh, has tested positive for COVID. So he is going to be out for the game on Sunday. He's not only been fully vaccinated, but he had coronavirus. Yeah. He had well, it last year. You know, like I was saying, this whole coronavirus stuff, the protocols that the NFL are doing is fantastic. I love it. It's great. I think we should do more. I think they should have to have the whole coach, the Saints coaching staff should have to not play. I think I, I think they should let James Winston coach the team. <laughs> That's what I think. <laughs> oh my! Yeah. So uh, Sean Payton is not going to be coaching Sunday against us. It's going to be Brad Allen, right? Or, Dennis uh, Allen. Dennis Allen, their defensive coordinator. Yeah. So. so. There you go. That. Thumbs up for the the virus. The let me see. Um, we do have an injury report today. I forgot to go over the injury report in the last game preview, so do not let me forget about this. Okay. But um, Richard Sherman was held out Wednesday with an Achilles injury. What? I know Wednesday. Uh, Leonard Fournette had an ankle. What? I, I, what? What is that with Richard Sherman? I know. I mean, what he comes in, he plays half a game, and he he's hurt. I know. He's been hurt all ever since we got him. Since we got him, he's only played in like three games. I know. He, he's like a football senior. He's a senior citizen Man. in football years. Come on. I don't know. And he said he's not even interested in like coaching. Like they asked him that. Really? The media did. Yeah. So I'm like, That's a problem. why not? He said he's happy to mentor. Uh, oh, so he doesn't players. want the responsibility. That's what I just heard. Right, yeah. I, I want to tell you what to do. So. Yeah, he said, and I think it was probably Jenaline who asked him this. I can't remember in the press conference the other day. But he said he'd probably go into media because it's easier because um, <laughs> he can just criticize people <laughs> and not have to do anything. Did he say that? Yeah. That's he said great. with coaching, like, you know, he'd have to yeah. take on criticism. Said it right to their face, too. <laughs> sure yeah. I think I'm going to go into media so I don't have to do anything but sit around <laughs> and bitch and complain about That's people. That's what he said, basically. <laughs> it was awesome. I was like, yeah. You know, and he, he is very good with the media. Yeah. He's great in press conferences. So he said it kind of, and they're all just like nodding. Yeah, you know, yeah, you can yeah. just hear them all nodding. And it was, I mean, you can't actually see them, That's but like you knew Bill they Maher. were all in agreement. It's like when Bill Maher, he always calls his audience stupid and they all sit there and clap. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we're dumb as rocks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's just weird, man. <sighs> so that was pretty funny. Um, okay, that's all the news I have. You got any? No. Cool. No, You've I have been, been in a focus. Oh, man, all week, all week. I'm doing week. game film all week. It sucks because I have nothing to show for it. I haven't put out any videos or anything, but hey. But what did you see? We want to hear that. That's what yeah, we're yeah, here let's, for. Let's talk about that. Bill's All 22 review. I'm going to make this short and sweet. Uh, we look good. I mean, yeah, I think we're a championship team, baby. Yes. Well, I, if I had I if I had to put money on it, I'd put money on it. We're gonna win the Super Bowl. But uh, you've yeah. only been saying that since March <laughs> two thousand twenty. <laughs> uh, yeah, there, there's a the the all twenty two was really good, and I want I want to get a video out and it sucks that it's not going to be until Saturday. If I get it out, it is. You can do it. I believe in I, you. I know. Gosh. I, and again, I'm, I'm not going to sit here and make any excuses. It was all my fault. I got backed up on stuff. So you're just going to have to take my word for things for right now. But there was a lot of interesting stuff. First offensive play for the bills. We made a huge mistake, and they had Emmanuel Sanders was wide open for a touchdown. It was like a sixty-yard touchdown. There was Dang. nobody near him, and they didn't. He was, didn't see it. He didn't see it. <laughs> Loser! Oh my god! <laughs> you know they're looking at the tape on that one and going, "Oh Jesus!" But other than that, man, we didn't make that many mistakes during this game. I like it. Yeah, I tell you what, our offensive line played great. The first few series of the game, I didn't have any mistakes other than Jensen's 
uh, bad snap. First play of okay. the game, mm-hmm. bad snap. Yeah. But other than that, I mean, it was like it was like forty plays before we had a single mistake from anybody. Good Lord, forty. I know. I was like, whoa. I don't know if I've ever gone that long without recording a mistake somewhere. So, well, there was that and the the mistake with the. Letting Emmanuel Sanders get mm, past them. But okay. The, the, Besides that one. Yeah. Well, it was the our first offensive play, we had a mistake on offense. And then our first defensive play, we had a mistake on defense. Mm-hmm. But then after that, we were like, okay, everybody get your shit together. <laughs> Clean <laughs> and, it up. Yeah. And they pretty much did. Fournette, I understand 100%, 100% why he is our, not only our starting running back, but our, he's basically a bell cow for us now. Mm-hmm. His pass protection was outstanding. Oh, outstanding! Wait, so have you not noticed that on the game film before well, that, now? Well, it's been it's been g- good. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, there hasn't been mistakes by him. Okay, but this was above and beyond. I mean, he was thr- the the Bills were blitzing us like crazy, and guys were coming in, you know, full speed coming at Tom Brady and. Fournette was literally throwing his body in the way. I mean, just diving out in front of guys, doing whatever it took. That is so interesting because, you know, last year that was a huge issue with Rojo and some of the other backs. Mm -hmm. And um, and BA actually made a point about it several times. You know, he said they've got to get better. And... It's interesting because we've talked about how Fournette has kind of ingratiated himself with Brady, and I always thought it was the rapport, but maybe it's that trade-off. Like, hey, you protect me, mm-hmm. I protect you. You I'll know, throw you some I'll throw you some passes. Uh, yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, yes. it, but and, but that's another thing. I mean, <clears throat> Fournette's not dropping passes anymore. Mm-hmm. You know, and not that he dropped a whole bunch to begin with, but there were a few significant drops I can remember in the beginning of the season. Yeah, and he's he's dropping every now and then. I think he had one or two in yeah. this game. You know, he'll, he'll drop like one, maybe two a game. Uh, but that's not bad for a running back. Yeah. yeah. But that that's the thing. I mean, he's he's not just running great. Uh he's catching the ball, which you know, that's mm-hmm. Bruce Arians that's his ideal for running back. And that that pass protection. That's what that's the, the one thing I'm most excited for with the all twenty two is getting video out. Is just show. I mean, he's just he was just throwing himself at guys, <laughs> and a couple times he laid guys out. And yeah. but and I mean they were coming in hard. So huh. I was really impressed with that's his pass protection. crazy. Yeah. Well, and just the fact that if they were blitzing so much and the offensive line as a whole held up as a unit, oh, that's phenomenal. They did great. I mean, outstanding. I was like, Kappa got beat once for the sack, but it, it wasn't really that he got beat. Worth threw his guy in the Kappa and knocked him off his blocker. Um, that'll do it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but other than that, I mean, Smith got beat a couple times, but it, it, nothing really came out of it. You know, it was mm-hmm. kind of, you know, backside beating or whatever. Uh, and then Smith was also, if he got beat, he didn't have a problem holding people either. <laughs> <laughs> he was, he was a little, uh, Little handsy, little handsy at times, <laughs> but he's getting a lot of love on Twitter here in the last few weeks. Oh, he his deserves play has it. Just been so incredible, it's incredible. He's playing with so much more energy. It's weird. Maybe he's on that TB12 diet. Might be. Didn't he go vegan? <laughs> I think uh, we suspected years ago with um, McCoy when McCoy. Was yeah, that was vegan. like three years, four yeah. years ago. We yeah. haven't heard anything from it since. No. Yeah, I he, think shortly thereafter, he was asking where a good barbecue joint was <laughs> in Tampa. So. <laughs> I don't know that it lasted long. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it, going back to Donovan Smith holding, uh, he wasn't the only one. The Bills held almost on every big run they had, mm-hmm. you know, like with the quarterback and stuff. And, Interesting. Uh, but it wasn't. it wasn't like – bad holding it was at just enough you know what i'm saying they they you'd grab barrett as he was trying to pull away and get to the runner and you'd hold him just enough just a tiny just one. enough and you know the league has really gotten away from calling holding mm-hmm. it's got to be blatant kind of like what jensen did when he got <laughs> pulled over he just grabbed a guy and pulled him straight <laughs> down right in front of the ref too uh but you know it's it's little the holding that's just enough 
to keep guys from being able to, you know, get out and make a tackle or whatever. So we started doing it a little bit too. So I wasn't mad. I was like, okay, if you're getting beat, hold the guy a little bit. If they're not going to call it. They're not going to call it. Yeah. Use it. So we did. Uh, 18 Johnson. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that big run by Fournette, what was it, 47 yards or something mm-hmm. for a touchdown. He held number 30 Jackson, <laughs> which it which really popped off the run. But uh, then but then Donovan Smith got out there. Uh, he, he pulled, but he pulled to the front. It was really weird. And he got out ahead of Fournette, and he laid out 21 Poyer. I mean, just he decleated him. Like but, ran him over, right? Yeah, yeah. Well, he he knocked the guy down, and then he like turned to look and see where Fournette was at, and ended up tripping over Poyer. <laughs> so it looks like they're just two big tumbleweeds of meat. But he clobbered that uh, Poyer, which really sprung Fournette. But if if Johnson hadn't held thirty Jackson, Fournette would have not made that Ooh, touchdown. Okay. Yeah. So if I was a Bills fan, I'd be pretty pissed about yeah. that one. Wait, so was that the overtime one? No, that was oh, the. the- Okay. First touchdown. Okay. For yeah. Strange thing I saw with the Bills, they didn't try to block any extra points, field goals, or really even punts. It was very strange. I've never seen a team do that before. You know, they just kind of stood there. Really? Yeah, it was like they had no desire whatsoever no for special, special teams. teams. Yeah. Hmm. Very strange. That is weird. Have you ever, you've never seen that before? Not really. I've, I've seen teams go, eh. Who cares? But, the, you know, even on the crucial field goals and extra points, they didn't they didn't really try. Hmm. You know? Very strange. I mean, some of the guys up the middle would push a little bit, but, like, the yeah. guys on the end, would, you know, they kind of just walk around. <laughs> some of them would start walking toward the bench before the kick was even oh done. Yeah, it was very strange. It's almost <laughs> like they were pissed they were on special teams. Uh, like, I ain't going to do this. Huh. I don't know. Just – reading in the shit there but hey I, it, it was i want to say every extra point every field goal and every punt it just they didn't just didn't try to block anything they had i counted seven planned quarterback runs okay and ba said they do that a lot with yeah. josh allen yeah yeah they did that would be hike and then he would just go which that's one thing like you don't, you know, a lot of the running quarterbacks, especially like Pat Mahomes and Lamar, it's like you, uh, they're kind of reading the field and then seeing where they can fight. They're opportunistic. Right. Yeah, yeah. And this is not. You don't, mm-hmm. you don't give the defense a chance to set up or try to stop you, really. No. No. And, you know, we did a pretty good job with containment as far as not letting him run around our defensive ends or outside linebackers. Uh, but it, it was a, I don't know, we're, we're encountering this with every team just about where, you know, it's these quick, short passes. There, teams are totally avoiding the middle of the field with us, you know, the, the, all the way up until about, I don't know, five, ten yards from the line of scrimmage. You know, they don't try to run up the middle. You know, they don't try to run towards the – Tackles. Can't run on us. No, <laughs> you have to go to the outside edges, and that's where they're throwing all their passes. That's where they're doing all their runs. And in this game, I, I was really amazed at how much time, how many times Josh Allen just, you know, hiked a ball and just turned around and would throw it. You know, and we're seeing that so much this year with our defense, and it sucks because our defensive line was playing really good. Barrett had a great day. Uh, Sue and Vita really didn't do much, but it's mainly because they get rid of the ball so quick. Mm-hmm. Our de- they're not allowing our defensive line to you know, get any push. Why won't you let us sack you? Why won't you let us sack you? <laughs> so it's aggravating. It's very aggravating for me because, you know, that's my favorite position mm-hmm. is defensive line. So, you know, it it's – you have to say that the defensive line played good. You know, they don't have a whole lot of stats or anything, but – uh, they did their job. You know, they didn't run up the middle on them. That's for damn sure. And Barrett had a great day. You know, I mean, he was he was beating everybody he lined up against. Uh, Child did pretty good too. Oh. Uh, I don't the, know if I even want to ask you about JPP. 
he, he played a lot better. He's, yeah. I would say, this, this is the first game in probably five, six games where I've actually seen him do stuff. Okay. You know, and he actually had one good play on here where he yeah. Yeah, beat a guy and came in for a tackle. But he's probably playing, I, I would say, between 70, 80%. Whereas before he was at like 50, 60 percent, you know, he was literally just a body out there. That's what he's been playing. But with here, he was, you know, getting a little bit of push. He was fighting with guys, you know, doing some moves and all that good stuff. Uh, Not not great. I ain't gonna lie. You know, he's still. Not peak performance. Right. But, you know, he's getting to that point where he's, you know, 80 percent JPP is better than most guys out there. So. You know, he's almost back to that level. You know, if he can get up to 90, 100% before the playoffs, we'll be, we'll be golden. Now, last week I was talking about man coverage. I was like, you know, we, you know, we just not running man coverage at all in the defense. We ran it 21 times in this game. Now, don't get excited about it because it was up until the fourth quarter. I was like, what is up with us not running? Man coverage. We ran it nine times up until three minutes and five seconds left in the fourth quarter. Oh. Right. And then we did it ten times straight. From from 305 to 104. They started off from their 23, marched all the way down to their 39. Yeah, isn't that the drive yes. where they like came back to tie it? Yes. Ralph, That's they the should drive. not listen to you. I know. <laughs> well, it was those short little you know, they were Yeah. You know, the man beaters are the the quick slants and stuff like that. Yeah. And and they were just running that. And so I swear to God, like three or four of those passes, I was like, there's no way that was caught. There's no way. Because the, the guy, the defender would be literally draped on them like a raincoat. And I don't know how the guys caught the ball it, or it thrown. I mean, it was a perfect pass, perfect catch, perfect coverage. It just worked out for him. It was a good all the way around by everybody, and it worked out for him. It was like three of them on that drop. And so I'm sitting here going, man, here it is. I'm bitching about we never, we're not running man coverage enough. And then we run a 10 times straight, and they march down the field on us. <laughs> now they threw, of those 10, 10 cover, the man coverages we ran straight in a row, they threw on us nine times, got seven of them. Wow. One of them they ran. Wow. Josh Allen ran for one. So yeah, so they were just. <laughs> I know I was like, I just it's need to shut effective. up. <laughs> yeah. uh, Chris Godwin is unbelievably getting better at blocking. He's getting much more aggressive and stronger. I mean, he's always been a good blocker. But yeah, he, I think he's out there. Him and Fournette are trying to show each other up. <laughs> I wonder if they're learning from Gronk. Gronk, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I think. Uh, I think they get a lot of crap in the meeting rooms if they don't block well. Because you see these guys, I mean, they don't, they're not just like standing in the way. I mean, they're they're literally putting their feet in the ground and trying to shoulder guys. Uh, hmm. uh, on our kneel down in the fourth quarter, you know, they had tied it up, kicked it to us. Uh, we had a few seconds left. We, we were actually backed up on the one. And it was really strange because we had to, he couldn't just kneel it straight down because it would have been a safety. Mm-hmm. So Jensen had Jensen when he picked the ball up, he moved it forward before he snapped it. Or you know, when he got down and got set, he mm-hmm. picked the ball up and he moved it about six inches out. <laughs> but you're not allowed to do that, and which means the, the defensive guys have to line up back. And so anyhow, when they they snapped the ball, uh, you know Brady kneeled on it and everything, but there with the the Bills had 12 guys on the field. Oh. Yeah. There was a guy running off the field. Brady looked over at him and snapped the ball and then turned to the ref and was like, are you going to call that? And they didn't call it. I, I don't know what difference it would have made. You know, It would have got us out of the end zone. Right. Actually, on that play, I think we might have been on the six-yard line. Oh. Can't remember. But there was a one play when we were – Yeah. We had to kneel on the one. What the – what was that? Anyhow. Uh, Cockrell had a rough day. Oh. Yeah, he did not play well. Barrett had a great day. I would give him the defensive ball game, game ball, defensive game ball. Ball game. Yes, and 
Fournette, I would give the offensive game ball. Yeah. Just his his pass protection was just incredibly outstanding. I and like I said, it way he was throwing himself. I mean, he he seemed like he did not care about his body at all. He was willing to sacrifice for Brady for yeah, <laughs> for that that contract next year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you know, I'm I think we're ready. We are. You know, that was a good game against a good opponent. Now, I will say this about him: nobody really stood out on me except for Josh Allen. Josh Allen, he God, he threw some great passes and. He's running. He's just hard to get down. Yeah, I was wondering, what, what do you think about him as a quarterback? Uh, you know, he he made some bad passes. He made some bad choices, but he he's not horrible. And when he throws, it zings. I wonder if – is he like a young Ben Roethlisberger? Like, they're similar in yeah. size. Mm-hmm. Ben, you know, was kind of dangerous with his legs for a while. Yeah. Yeah, that that probably be a really good – Analogy. It's the new Big Ben. Hmm. Yeah, so, but nobody really popped off the screen at me on their team. But nobody really, I didn't really see anybody screwing up that much either. Mm-hmm. So they're like a very good, you know, they don't make mistakes. They're not, uh, they're not superstars, but they're very, I don't know, working class, uh, you know, they do their jobs. They do their jobs well. But nobody really popped off at me. You know? mm-hmm. No so. studs quite yet. Right, right. Very, very uh, good. Solid. Yes, very solid. Yeah, very solid. Good good choice of words there. I think the, the most dominant player would probably have had to have been Barrett. You know, the, he really handled anybody he went up against pretty good. But like I said, they were getting he'd get the damn ball out so quick. It would it was pissing me off. I hate it. I hate this with how teams are approaching us, you know. Those quick outside passes or quick slants or whatever. Let us get to you. I know. Give us <laughs> give us three seconds. That's all I'm asking. <laughs> then you can throw it. <laughs> so that there we go. I think that we are definitely playing championship football. We're uh, there, guys. We're there. Yeah. Awesome. I, 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 we didn't play A plus. I'd I'd say I'd give us an A minus. Yeah, yeah, fair enough. Yeah, but it was a, it was a good game. It was the kind of game that I don't think there's anybody in the league that could have beat us on that game. God, we had so many great plays, big plays. I mean, you had that Fournette run. You had that Mike Evans touchdown where he just jumped up in the air and snatched it like King Kong. Uh, you had that the Mike Evans pass where Brady was getting pressured and he just like lobbed it up and Evans caught it on the sideline tap tapped his toes and toe tapping and clobbered the cameraman (laughs) that was a beautiful play uh the Perryman play I mean we had we had a lot of good big plays against a good team so awesome yes oh I'm hyped yeah you should be we are we are playing December football and we're playing it very well you're making the push. Yeah. All right. Are you ready to move on to the Saints? Yes. Let's talk about the All Saints right. and how we're going to beat let's, the mess I out of know, them. Let's continue <laughs> this push. So we touched on Sean Payton not being there. I think between the two teams, that is certainly somewhere uh, an area where the Saints – are very strong. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't say they're necessarily better than BA or our coaching staff, but Sean Payton is a good coach. He's been a good coach for a long time, and he's certainly one of their strengths, especially with Drew Brees now gone, retired. Uh, they don't have Michael Thomas. Mm-hmm. So I, I think that'll hurt them for sure. Um, Taysom Hill is starting. Yeah. Yes. So, yeah, boy, Taysom Hill. <laughs> I was reading a preview. I think it was the Scott Smith preview, and they said Taysom Hill is big, like Josh Allen. And I was like, no, he's not. Isn't he a tiny little guy? Like, he looks like Drew Brees. Uh, 
I, I think he's kind of big. Six he, foot two, 235 pounds. Yeah, that's kind of big. I don't know. Yeah. Maybe on the line. Not tiny, I guess. But uh, So he started the last two games. Taysom took Hill over. Is? Yeah. Took over from Simeon. Uh, he lost to Dallas and then won against the Jets. So I would not say that is a significant sample size to tell us how Jason Hill is doing. Both of their starting tackles are out for the game. So that should be interesting. James Hurst and Ramstead? Uh, R. Armstead? Taryn Armstead? Let me see. I think yeah, he's okay. on the injury report. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I heard her. I knew Ramshack was <clears throat> injured. I didn't know if he was going to play or not. Yeah. They so he's out. So both him. their tackles are out? Yes. <laughs> Taryn Armstead. Yeah, Ram Ramchuk. You know, you know. I know. Are they even trying? The, like, they're still in the playoff hunt. Like, they're not in the wild card yet uh, right now. But the seventh seed is currently Washington at six and seven. And it's like Washington, the Eagles, the Falcons, and the Saints are all tied at six and seven. And the Saints are at the bottom of the barrel in that whole <laughs> Oh, and I think the 49ers, too. And so, like, they need to win if they have any shot at the playoffs. Not going to happen. At all. Not going to happen. So, we will see. They are getting Alvin Kamara. Uh, Kamara played last week. But now Mark Ingram is coming back. He was on the COVID list. So, they are going to have that one-two punch. And they also did not have Cameron Jordan and Ty Montgomery due to the Rona, but now they're back this week. So that look they're pretty healthy considering um how they've dealt with injuries through the year. They're six and seven. They're tied with Atlanta in the division, but Atlanta has a tiebreaker, so they're third. <laughs> I know. This is getting better and better. They're behind Atlanta in the playoff seating. Hmm right now and so they yeah so they lose a tiebreaker to atlanta so they really need atlanta to lose i will root over for atlanta over the saints all day long i know me too yeah so atlanta's my my least hated me too opponent in the nfc south so we clinched the nfc south title with a win today so so we're wearing our shirts and hats this weekend our nfc South division title hats and shirts. We're getting them. You're going to see those boys wear it on the field. Yeah. They're going to put it on. It's a, this is that. Yeah. What, what's the name of their dome now? I forget. No, no. It's not the Mercedes dome. It's no, like this is a home game. We're at home. Oh, we're at home. Yeah. And Publix yes. is sponsoring like a red out in the stadium and it's giving everyone shirts. What? I know. Isn't that cool? I want one. I know. Me too. I think it's awesome. Yeah. It's cool another day. Publix that. always gives out the good stuff down there. Yeah. The, uh, you know, it's a travesty. I'm going to talk about food for a second. Everyone <laughs> talks about how good public subs are. We've never had one when we've been down there. I feel like that's like a staple. Like next time we go, that's like a landmark. Like you have to go there. The Publix? Yeah. Publix we don't have sub. them here. I know. Just saying. All right. Put it on the list. Just saying. Take me to Publix, baby. <laughs> <laughs> Date night. <laughs> Date night. <laughs> Maybe we can hit Walmart afterwards. Ooh, Ooh, slow down lows. Crazy. Home Depot. All right. We clinched a playoff berth, provided we don't win, but that's probably not going to happen. Worst case scenario, we can clinch a playoff berth with a Minnesota loss or tie and a San Francisco loss. Or... A Minnesota loss or tie, and a Philly-Washington tie, or a San Francisco loss and a Philly-Washington tie. <laughs> so, but for the Saints, it's a way more uphill battle. 
So, oh, I forgot the Val- the Vikings, Eagles, and Falcons are ahead of them. And the football team has the seventh spot. Um, 49ers host the Falcons. So they really need the Falcons to lose. They're rooting for the 49ers. And then the Eagles host Washington. But that game got moved to Tuesday because of the Rona and uh, starting quarterback Taylor Heineke is on the list, too. So they could be facing, the Eagles could be facing a um, Washington backup quarterback. But the Saints need Washington to win. So we'll see about that. And then uh, the Bears host the Vikings. So they need the Bears to win as well. So, they need a lot of help. ton of help. Yeah, they ain't going to get it. Yeah. Nobody likes the Saints. I don't know why they want to help the Saints. Nobody. Nobody. (laughs) They're all trying to help themselves. Um, When we lost to them in week eight, we had 11 penalties for 99 yards, and we lost the turnover battle. Uh, We had three turnovers. They had zero. And that was similar to what happened in 2020 when we lost to them during the regular season. We uh, gave up six turnovers and only got two from them and gave up 31 points and scoring none off of our two takeaways. So takeaways uh, were kind of a big deal the last few times that we've matched up against them. Mm-hmm. I don't think that that will be as big of an issue at this point. We're doing pretty well protecting the ball. Yeah, there there's a lot of reasons for those previous takeaways and stuff. Uh, I think we've addressed a lot of that. Good. Look, when was the last time Brady threw an interception? I know. I can't even. I Two games ago? I know. Did he have – he had one against the – the Colts? The Bills, right? He did No. No. He would never. The referee crew for the game is John Hussey. Now, he's not bad. His crew normally isn't bad. We had him twice last year, the, the Carolina Panthers in week two and the Saints game in week nine. Now, the Saints game in week nine, or was it week eight? This season? Week, week nine, last year. Okay. It was a horrible, horribly ref game. Uh, the Carolina Panthers game week two wasn't so bad. Uh, we haven't had him this year, but his crew is totally different. They're, everybody on his crew has all come from crappy crews. Uh, Jerome Booger, Hockley, uh, let me see who else, Clark, John Kemp. It, some of the worst crews in the league. It looked like they broke them all up and then put them back together into a super worst crew <laughs> or something. So I I do not know what to expect. But every time we played the Saints, ever since Brady's got here, yeah, actually, as far as I can remember, the Saints just get great calls and we get screwed just constantly. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I don't know what's going on with that. Hopefully – the uh, John Hussey and his crew will break that streak. I think they're going to have to because we're just going to dominate. We're going to beat the crap out of this game, this team. I mean, badly. I, th- I think this is going to be a statement te- statement game for us. You know, uh, we haven't got we we haven't beat the Saints in the regular season. Yeah, it's been Tom we're Brady. on a six game lose streak right. against the Saints. I mean, we beat them when it mattered. Yeah, you know, this is. In three years, we haven't beat them during the regular season. That's ridiculous. I know. Yeah. Yeah. Well, how much of a statement would that make, though, if we win the division title mm-hmm. by beating, by the, beating Saints? the Saints? Right. I think you know, at home, you know, we we they have more to play for as far as survival goes than we do, mm-hmm. but we have more to play for as far as accolades than they mm-hmm. do. I mean, like you said, one, we will wrap up the division by beating their butts. You know, uh, we'll do it at home. Yeah, This will greatly help out 
Tom Brady's MVP status, uh, the you know it'll bust up the dominant streak they've had against us for the past three years. And you know now what sucks about this is we're not going to be playing the Saints. We're playing a beat up shadow version of the. <laughs> Saints, you know, but no they more... are as healthy as they've been all season. Well, but the, again, you know that that Sean Payne's not going to be there. Like you said, yeah. that's probably the most important factor of their team. Mm-hmm. The you know, there's no Thomas. Uh, there's no really no quarterback. They don't know who their quarterback is yet. Uh, you know, but Kamara, would that but... have been different if Jameis Winston was still there? To, if Jameis Winston wasn't hurt, like I'm not convinced that. Would no, be. that that would make this game a whole lot more interesting, <laughs> I think. Uh, yeah, I think we're going to get a lot of takeaways. I think we're we're going to really dominate this game. I think we're going to – you know, our offense is not, has not done well against the Saints defense. Uh, you know, this Tom Brady offense, he's always mm-hmm. kind of struggled with them. Uh, I think it's going to be different. I think it's going to be different this week. We are definitely in a different position – that we were in week eight as far as how we played. Um, what what do you think about Taysom Hill, our chances against him? Yeah, it's great. Because he's fast. Yeah. He he doesn't have the arm that Josh Allen's got. Uh, he, he's not as – Did we struggle against him before? Did we play him before? I don't know if we've ever played him as a starting quarterback. Did we knock him out one game? Think, I feel like we gave him a concussion or something. Was he a starter, though? Or was he just... I can't, no, I think... I don't know. Wait, was that the Trevor Simeon game? No, that was James Winston. What? Oh, okay, yeah. So we... Yeah, okay. Yeah, we knocked James out, saw Trevor Simeon. Yeah. I got him. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm, I'm quite confident. I mean, good Lord. They're... Two starting tackles are out. Their head coach is not going to be there. They're they got their third string hybrid quarterback playing. You know, it's they they, they don't really have any weapons on offense except for Kamara. Yeah, you know, they, he's a big weapon though. But we've always held him in check. You know, and that's with Logan Thomas and you know. Uh, Kenny Stills, and you know, when they had a stacked wide receiving core, we were still keeping Kamara in check. So we'll see. I I, I think we're just going to dominate them. And it's going to be glorious. This is probably going to be the best game we're going to have all year long as far as talking shit is concerned. <laughs> <laughs> I hope so. Oh, man. All right, let me go through the injury report real quick before I forget. I'm going to blow it up real big. Why is the font so small? Okay. I'm going to be using your readers before too long. Okay. Jamel Dean is the only one from our side that is out. And he's listed as with an illness. Richard Sherman has a Achilles. He's actually doubtful. Leonard Fournette with the ankle didn't participate Wednesday and Thursday, but was limited Friday, so he's questionable. Jordan Whitehead with his calf injury was limited Wednesday and Thursday, and then a full participant on Friday, so that looks pretty good, although he's still listed as questionable. Yeah, hopefully. Winfield has a foot injury and did not participate all week. He's questionable. I know. He's questionable. Brady got a Veterans Day on Thursday, and then Gronk got one Friday. JPP was a full participant Wednesday and Thursday and then did not participate on Friday, but it was not listed as a Veterans Day, but probably just because he was already on the injury report for the shoulder, but it probably was a rest day. Bradley Pinion, no, has a hip injury. Like, that's like the worst injury for a kicker. Yeah, really. Uh, but he's been a full participant all week. And then Sue got um, a Veterans Day on Friday. Now, our injury report does denote that we only did a walkthrough on Wednesday. So their uh, reports are wow. like, I don't know. Uh, the report is based on if they had had a full practice. 
hmm. what they guess those people. Yeah, you think done. you think maybe Arians is taking it light on the guys, letting them rest a bit. Yeah, I do, I do, because we did that last week too. Same thing. Well, and I think also you reward them for winning. Like, or yeah, you know, I mean, it's kind of a an incentive to win, or at yeah. least yeah, yeah. At, th- at this point of the year, we're we're clicking pretty good. I mean, we're not having communication mm-hmm. problems on defense or offense. Uh, you know, I think that. You know, you let these guys rest up as much as possible because hopefully we got a long stretch coming ahead of us. It, it's hard for me to believe that there's only four more games in the I regular know. season. That's crazy. It seems like the season just started. And then we'll have, uh, what is it, Black Monday and, right? Yeah. Where everyone gets fired. It won't be us this year, guys. Hopefully. <laughs> Herbert Meyer got fired. We talked about uh, it. We didn't talk about it on the podcast. We didn't talk about but, it. Yeah. Uh, Who saw that coming? <laughs> Everybody. <laughs> you know, Rick Stroud was just strutting around that place. On, How in the world did he there. get the breaking story for that? He is like that TMZ now. Like everyone everyone with a grudge is going to go to Rick Stroud because they know that he's going to print their bullshit. <laughs> Am I wrong? Right. Where's the lie? Right. All right, let me do the Saint side, and then I do want to talk about the Urban Meyer thing briefly briefly uh so taron armstead the tackle and the injury he's out garrett griffin their tight end has a hammy he's out and then ryan ramchuk with the knee the tackle uh he is out linebacker Caden ellis has a hamstring he is questionable uh wide receiver lil jordan humphrey has a hamstring. He did not participate Wednesday, but was limited Thursday and Friday, so he is questionable. Defensive end Marcus Davenport has a shoulder injury. He's been limited all week. Safety Chauncey Gardner-Johnson has a toe injury. He was limited Wednesday and a full participant Thursday and Friday. Taysom Hill has a right finger injury but was a full participant all week and then that's right i remember in the game last week oh he yeah had that like injury. a tendon thing yeah. kind of like what um russell wilson did huh. and then linebacker pete werner has an elbow he was limited wednesday and thursday and the friday was a full participant and that's it all right give me your prediction what do you think before you get into urban meyer Ooh, okay hold on let me look at it what kind of points they're putting up. All right. Well, I'm going to make my prediction. Okay, go ahead. We're busting 40 this week. Ooh. I'm going to go 41. It's been a while since we busted 40, so I'm going to go 41. Mm. 21. You think their defense will let us put up 41? I don't think their defense is going to have as much say in the matter. <laughs> okay, the Eagles put up 40 against them. The Bills put up 31. Good Lord. Jets. No, Jets only put up nine. <laughs> All right. I am going to go with. You know, I don't dislike above 40. Um, I'll go with 38. 23. I thought you said it was going to be a close game. I changed my mind. <laughs> I talked you into it. <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> so it's going to be a beat down. We both agree on that. Yes. Let's do it. It's not wishful thinking. I swear, guys. <laughs> it's not wishful thinking. Not just, this time. Just a little bit. All the other bit. times. All the other times. That was wishful thinking. Not this time. We'll admit it now that yeah. those games are over. I don't care if they had a nuclear bomb. I would still say we were going to beat them. I just, I, I don't think I could ever say that the Saints will beat us. I don't know. I agree. Even though, yeah, even if they were equipped with automatic weapons out there. Right. I'd be like, ah, we can do it. We can do it. All right. You want to talk about Urban Meyer? I do. So, uh, what was it? It was Rick Stroud came out with this kicker who said that Urban Meyer kicked him in practice over the summer. Yeah. When they were stretching or something. Yeah. Urban Meyer walked up to him and said said something about don't miss a field or something. And yeah. And kicked him in kicked the leg him. or something. Yeah. 
And then and the guy was like, don't you kick me in my fucking leg. And he's like, I would the coach. I'll kick you anytime I feel like it or something. Some ridiculous puppy kicking bad guy stuff. I know. And then that was it. Yeah. And so, you know, Urban Meyer, maybe. With all the stuff that's happened, how was that what got him fired? <laughs> that was just the straw that broke the camel's back. Doesn't it feel so reminiscent of Shiano? Yeah, a little bit. Yep, sure does. And I don't, I don't care about Urban Meyer. I don't know him. I don't know anything about him. I never watched him in college. Don't really care. Right. But when the whole media apparatus starts going after someone like they did, it's just very. I don't trust it. Mm-hmm. And it just feels like dogpiling and bullying yeah. at a certain point. Yeah. Uh, so I just wonder, like, who did Urban Meyer piss off in the media <laughs> to make them go after him the way that they did? Yeah. yeah we, well, he he came in. He didn't have any political power, you know. And, you know, <clears throat> the, these media people... They're kind of like piranhas that, you know, they love to just gang attack anybody that's helpless. You know, if you <laughs> if you show any weakness or blood, you know, they're just going to come at you. Blah, 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 blah. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, when you come into the league, that's what happens with a lot of college coaches. They come in the league. They don't have any political power. You know, so these these media people attack them. I, I don't know anything about Urban Meyer either. But I'm with you. It's like, you know, you hear all this stuff. But when I did see the pictures with him out, you know, he didn't fly back home with the team after a loss and he went out and partied. I was like, oh, no, I don't care. You can be an angel. You can't do that. You know? Was it the fact that he was out with women or the fact that he didn't fly back with the team? No, I don't care who he's out with. But uh, yeah, because just to he me, didn't fly I'm like, back. that's kind of between him and his wife. Right. Yeah. I don't care about who he was with. He's just out partying. Well, you know. I mean, you think everybody else on that plane doesn't want to be out partying somewhere? No, they had to fly home. He he didn't. He was just like, yeah, you guys go. Yeah, why didn't he fly home and party? I've ne- Yeah, I've never heard anything like that before. It was very strange. You know, and you get all these rumors and you hear all this stuff. And it, you know, who knows what's true or what isn't. But anyhow, Jacksonville looking for a new coach. You know, Again. By- Byron left, which, man, he didn't no, play. No, hands off. He played quarterback there for many, many years. <laughs> that's true. Drafted by the Jaguars. Oh, that's crazy. Yeah. I didn't even think about that. I think they asked him about that, and he smiled and walked off the press conference. Byron doesn't give up a lot. Yeah. He's very, he, plays, he talks a lot, but he doesn't give up mm-hmm. a lot. I love his press conferences. He's so positive, and he seems very nice. Yeah. I yeah. like him. Has, has a lot of coach speak, but it's very positive coach mm-hmm. speak. He says it with a smile on his face. Yeah. It's just so pleasant. Mm-hmm. Oh, one more thing. So, you know, BA's gotten a lot of questions about Mike Edwards and Antonio Brown this week. And he said he said several times, like, I don't really want to say right now. I just want to focus on the game and then we'll decide after. Well, then Peter Report tweeted today and said BA said that um, AB's not going anywhere. <laughs> so. Bam, in your face. I know. Rick Stroud, hardest hit. <laughs> you tweeted that out. Too. I sure did. <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, Byron Leftwich was drafted seventh overall by first round Jacksonville Jaguars mm-hmm. in seventeen sixty two. He is. <laughs> he might not want to go back there. He might be like, "That was a blessing. I got out of there with they, a career actually, intact." That was back when they were good. Oh, really? Yeah, that was two thousand three. Yeah, when they came out, early franchise man, they were they were pretty good. For a little bit. For a bit. Okay, Ralph, that's all I got. You got anything else? No, I do not. I am done. And uh, tomorrow I'm going to hopefully try to get some filmed work done. I've been working on this stuff all week. You know how many times I've done this where I put film together and then it just never gets out? I've, I've probably got 30 partially done videos over the years that's horrible it's horrible gotta stop doing that that should be your um off-season project (laughs) yeah you're like i got a list of projects i got a list of projects already (laughs) just getting to them doing them that's the hard part do you hit your head no my elbow (laughs) 
All what right. was I going to hit my head on? With that big head. <laughs> I don't know the moon it falls over like, like a lamps <laughs> skylights door ceiling, doorways door jams all right enough about your big head oh yeah guys we got a big game coming up it's gonna be so much fun I tell you what and I tell you you Buccaneer fans you better you better fill up that stadium I don't want to see any Saints fans in there should be a red out guys that's right a red out let's do this guys and uh, it's going to be a great game, and this is going to wrap it up. We're going to have the NFC South for the first time since 2007. Mm-hmm. Right? Is that the last time? 2007? I don't know. I don't know. It's never happened. It's been like 15 been years. Anyway. Long time. Yeah, since since way before you became a fan. Yes. So, guys, I'm excited about it, man. I'm excited. Let's do it. Good, good win against the Bills. We're going to carry that momentum forward all the way to the Super Bowl. Sound good? Amazing. All right. Can't wait. That's going to wrap it up for us, guys. Till next time. Go Bucks.